Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed Vav in Yuma. Yesterday we finished off with the Mishnah about how the Kohen comes uh, next to his par to do the, um, the Shita and how he performs that. He does the Smicha, etc. And, and he says the Vidui, he makes the confession. Now the Gemara says, The Mishnah said that he comes to his par and his par was between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. Now, if you're looking now at illustration number 74 on page 38 in the illustration book, this is where we're up to here, where the par is standing between the ulam and the mezbeach. You really see that in uh, number 73, the, the picture above that. And you see the, the man, the coin, standing there. It's a little hard to see, but it's uh, in small. Uh, that's how you see it. That's describing the mission. So, who's the one who says that that area is Tzafon. Of course, it's in the northern half of the Azara, but who says that's the Tzafon? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, it goes like Rabbi Shimon, the Tanya, Ezot Tzafon. There's a three-way machlokis, what is considered the north. In number 74, uh, you see the Mizbeach towards the south, and the, the upper portion is the Tzafon, and the first opinion here is that Tzafon is only directly opposite the uh, Mizbeach. The Mizbech, the Kevesh of Mizbech is in the south, then you have the Mizbech, and directly north, only directly north, due north, is the is considered Safon. So when you have to shech the carbon, uh, carbon uh, Ola or, or um, Asham or Chatos, which is supposed to be in the northern part of the Azara, it means, right, Yerach HaMizbech, Safon of the Pasuk said, it's got to be literally opposite Mizbech. There's other areas that are the northern half of the Azara, but the first opinion is, no, it's got to be shechted directly in the north of Mizbech. Well, in the picture in number 73, you see the way Mishnah described, he stands between the Ulam and Mizbech. That means he's not directly opposite the Mizbech. And therefore, he is not, uh, he's, he's, in, he's in the north, but he's not north of the Mizbech, due north of the Mizbech. So the Gemara says, Man Shamas Ladam Bein Ulam Mizbech Tzafon, Rabbi Lezer B'Shimon, it's Rabbi Lezer B'Shimon, not the following pattern, the Tanya, Ezo Tzafon, Mikir Ulam Mizbech Tzafon, Ivad Kosla Azara, directly north of the Mizbech, north of the Mizbech, and all the way to the end of the Azara, to the wall of the Azara, Ad Kotal Azara, Ukenege Kol Mizbech Kula Tzafon, only opposite Mizbech, nowhere stretching west or east of that, only due north is considered um, it's considered the northern part of Mizbech, Tzafon, where you have to shech the carbon, uh, these carbonos, all these carbonos that are kachim kachim. That's the first opinion. Rab Shimon adds on, all right, even the area, like we see the coin standing there, between the Mizbech and the Ulam, as long as you're in the northern half, that's also considered Tzafon. Okay, so the Gemara, that's what the Gemara is saying. L'char the Mishnah goes like him. It doesn't go like Rabbi Yossi, because Rabbi Yossi has got to be right opposite the Mizbeach. L'cha'ora. Right? Apeno Mizbeach. Rabbi Mosef, Rabbi adds on, that's Rabbi Yudah Nasi adds on, Af Mokam Dresis Regli Kohan, and Af Mokam Dresis Regli Yisrael, even the other areas. Meaning, you look now in 75. 75 is Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon. He adds on not only the area opposite the Mizbeach directly, as you see the red area. The red area is the area that we're discussing. In 74, we have Rabbi Yossi's opinion, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudis, says only due north of the Mizbech directly. Lazar Shimon adds on not only due north, but also between the Mizbech and the Ulam. That with, that's also considered, so everybody agrees that's, that's literally in the northern half, but is it north of the Mizbech? Rabbi Lazar Shimon says yes. Rabbi adds on 
the entire area that you see, number 76, the whole red area, meaning not only due north from the Mizbeach, but also east and west, right? East and west is also considered, uh, east would be, uh, if you're looking, east would be, in, in number 76, would be to the right in number 76, and west would be to the left towards the Heichal. Rebbe says all that's considered Safon, and you could shecht over there. Now, when our Mishnah says you only shecht it, he stands between the Ulam Beach, says the Gemara, Lachora, that's like the second opinion, Reb Lazar, Reb Shimon. Right? Rebbe Mosef, Af Makam Dries Ragle Khan, Makam Dries Ragle Israel, that goes all the way up to the wall of the, uh, up to the eastern wall of the Azara. Rebbe adds on that whole area. Right? Avo Mina Khalifos Philifnim, says the Gemara, from the area where the knives are stored, look at number 77. Now, you see the areas with yellow and brown there, where you see where it says Besa Khalifos, that is uh, the area of the ulam, the edge, the sides of the ulam, where they keep the, that's like the knife room. And everybody agrees that that area on the outside, that would be the green area near the bottom of number 77. Everybody agrees that that area is no good. That's not because, even though it's technically in the northern half of the Azara, but you can't shecht over there. Everybody agrees. It's got to be at least north of the Mizbech, at least either due north or to the sides. But if it's behind the Beis uh, HaKhalifos, in other words, it's sort of hidden. The green area is hidden. You can't see the Mizbech directly from there. Everybody agrees you can't shecht, you can't shecht, that's, you can't shecht a Kachim uh, over there. Why is it called Khalifos? Rashi says, Sakin Kori Chilif Arabi is Arabic. Uh, we've met, met this met other places in Shas. We had it in Zvachim. In, um, it, so it's an Arabic Lashon. However, I, I have here in Ezra, in Sefer Ezra, Perak Aleph, Pasik Tes, it says over there, Machalafim Tisha Biesrim, 29 knives. So uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, the, it sounds like it's Machalafim, it also, it's also sounds Hebrew, but Rashi learns that it's an Arabic word. In any case, in any case, we have over here that um, this word, uh, where they keep a lifnim, everybody is that's possible. So the Gemara now goes back to its original line. Lamer Rab Lazar Rab Shimini, Lachor Rab Lazar. If our Mishnah says that the uh, Kohen, when he shechts the par, he stands between the Ulmas Beach, well, that can't be Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says you got to be opposite the Mizbeach directly. Lachor goes like Lazar Rab Shimon, below Rebbe. Lachor doesn't go like Rebbe. Because why? Because according to Rebbe, you should be able to stand. Uh, further east, now there's on the other side of the Mizbech, the far side, away from the Heichal. So the Gemara says, "Now, feel time, Rebbe. You can even like Rebbe." Hashdad, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudamos. If if Rebbe is adding on to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah, in other words, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah said you can only do do north of the Mizbech, and he's adding on to him. Rebbe says, "No, even towards the east." So Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Lomosif, wouldn't he agree? He's adding on to Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. Now he's saying, not only can you do it opposite the Mizbeach, and not only can you do it between the Mizbeach and the Ulam, you could even do it on the other side, towards the far end of the Azar, the, the, the end opposite from the Heichal. So he's certainly adding on to that too. So in other words, Rebbe would say, uh, the mission go like Rebbe also. Not only is he, not only, uh, it can't, Mishlachar can't go like Rebbe Yossi, but it can go like Rebbe Yossi or like Rebbe. The Gemara says no. So the Chora, uh, uh, the Gemara, so so therefore, uh, it could even go like Rebbe. The Gemara says no. Anan hochi kamrinam. E Rebbe, this is what I meant to say. If it goes like Rebbe, nukma b'kul azara. Why can't it be in the whole azara? Why do you have to say stands between the ulam and If it goes like Rebbe, who says that the north goes all the way to the other end of the azara, 
Why can't he stand there too? Elamai Rab Esigmorsa Elamai Rabbi Shimon. So if it goes like Rab Shimini, Vinukma Bay Mizbeh Ulakoto. So why can't you say it's it's like Rabyosi? In other words, even if you go like Rab Shimon, Rabbi Shimon adds on to Rabyosi. Rabyosi says it's gotta be opposite the Mizbeh. Rabbi Shimon says no, it could even be between the Ula Mizbeh. But he agrees it could be opposite the Mizbeh. So when you say if it goes like Rebbe, why isn't it in the other side? Well, even according to Rosh Shimon, why isn't it opposite the Mizbech directly? Elamayslam, what are you going to say? Mishum Chush the Kohen Gadol, because of the weakness of the Kohen Gadol, he has to do all the avodas that day, and he's fasting. So we don't want him to schlep around so much. In other words, according to Rosh Shimon, of course you could do it opposite the opposite the uh, directly. But rather than since he has to take it from the blood and go inside the heichal, we want him to have we want to make it easier for him. We make him walk less. So the Rabbi Namishim So therefore, it, yes, it can't be like Rabbi Yossi because Rabbi Yossi says it's got to be shechted opposite the mizbeach directly. But why do you say it goes like Rabbi Yossi Shimon, who says it could be between the mizbeach? Even according to Rabbi Yossi Shimon, also it could go opposite the mizbeach. But the answer is we'd rather put it closer to the heichal. Well, even Rabbi also would say you could do it there. He just says it's even kosher if you do it on the other side of the mizbeach. But as long as you're in the north and as long as you can see the mizbeach, let's say from there. But but uh, you could do it if you want opposite the Mizbech, or you could do it closer to the uh, Heichal, between the Ulm Mizbech, because of the weakness of the Kohen Gola, because we're trying to save his energy. So therefore, when the Gemara says, when Amishnah says you do between the Mizbech, we're going either like Lazar Shimon or like Rebbe. So the Amishnah said that Roshul Adarim Paralamar, the, the animal's head is to the south, the head is facing the south, Upanav Lamar, but his face, the head is towards the south, but his face is... Uh, towards his uh, is, is face is towards the um, the west. In other words, towards the hechel. So rosho. In other words, if his head is towards the south and his face is towards the west, the answer is you got to turn his head. You turn his face a little bit towards the south. So So why don't you just have him facing towards the south directly? Why do you say his head is towards the south, meaning his back is towards the north? And his face is turned to the Marav. Why don't you just turn the whole animal towards the Marav? Because we're afraid that the animal may, uh, may have a bowel movement, and it's not proper to have his rump facing the Mizbech. So you don't want him facing Mizbech. You know, so you want him, if you want him facing the Heichel, and the back is facing, would be facing the Mizbech, that's improper. So you'd rather have the back facing the north. Uh, how does he do smicha? Azevach omed betzafon. The animal stands in the north. The face of the animal is towards the west. And the one is doing smicha, omed b'mizrach, he stands in the east. Also facing the west, like the animal's face. And he puts his two hands between the two horns of the animal. Nothing should be between him and the carbon. And he confesses. Alchatas abon. Uh, if it's on a chatos, he's confessing for the sin of chatos. If he's bringing a guilt offering, for the sin of the guilt, a guilt offering that he's bringing for the sin that requires a guilt offering. And if he's bringing an ola, now an ola, you think, is not really brought for a sin. Takes out Maiserani because we already have a confession for that by Maiserani. By so we, the issue over here is when he confesses, Lachora and Ola is not, and Ola is usually brought as a, as a doron, as a gift to Hashem. It's usually not brought for a sin. We understand Achatas and Hashem are brought for sins. What about Ola? So the different Rabbi Yossi Gli, Rabbi Yossi Gli says that the, of, uh, that the Ola is brought for the sin of Lekhet Shechem What is that? If he didn't bring Lekhet Shechem 
So he brings the uh, he brings an ola for that as an atonement, and he makes this uh, kind of vidui. Rabbi Kiva Omer ain't ola boy al eser ve lalosa shenitikli asay. Lekach shikampeya is a lav, right? There's there's an asay the atula and even lager tazov also, but it is a lav not to bring not to uh, avoid it. You have to bring it. So he says, Rabbi Kiva says an ola is only brought for for an avera of an asay. Let's say you didn't put on tefillin or you didn't do some other mitzvah say. Which can be corrected or fixed by an assay. So that's what an ola is brought for. But that's going to be deal, we're going to deal with this machlokas between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Kiva. Mike, what's the machlokas? Rabbi Kiva says it's ola is only for an assay, and say not for like a compare. What's the machlokas? The love of Nevela, The love of Nevela. What is Nevela? Nevela is an, as a, like a kosher animal that died without proper shechita. Right? Most meat, 99% of the meat sold in the world is uh, is nevela meat. It could be could be from a cow or a goat or a or a sheep or a deer or a kosher animal, but it wasn't slaughtered properly. That's called a nevela, right? So lava nevela says it says you don't eat nevela. What should you do? Lager, lager, asher, lager, lanachim. You give it to a ger or to a goy. So lava nevela. Rabbi Kiva sover lava malu. That's a regular lava. It's like the lava lo sachsum to sharbadisho. Don't muzzle your animal, right? Don't eat nevela. What should you do with it? Rather, give it to the uh, give it to a guy. That's the general idea. But it's a regular love. It's a regular love. If Yosef Lilisov, no, love, love ma'alu, because since it's since it tells you what to do, what you should do with it, even though once you ate it, you're over, you can't fix it, right? So that's what. So Rabbi Kiva says it's a proper love. You can't fix it once you've done it. There's nothing you can fix. And then like I say, once uh, when you're supposed to give it to the gear or sell it to the to the uh, to the guy. That's what you should do instead of eating it. But once you ate it, there's nothing you can do about it. Basically, he says, no. It's not a lav, lav, mavir. He says, it's not a proper lav because it gives you a solution. Of course, the solution is before, not after you've eaten it. But that's still called the lav and the tiklase, according to Rabbi Yosei And therefore, the uh, Isra of uh, Leket Shikampei is also, it says, Leket Shikampei is also, you shouldn't do it. What should you do instead? Give it to the ger, uh, give it to the uh, le, 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 uh, give it to the poor people. Give it to the poor people that you should do instead. Even though this is fixable, because instead, let's say you kept for yourself, you could turn around and give it to the. It's not like food that you ate; you can't fix it once you ate it. It's done. But Rosh says that this is also uh, that that the lavana vela, since it gives just like the lavana vela gives you a solution, even though once you ate it, you can't solve it. But it's called a lavana glacé. Basically, it says the same thing with like a peya. It's a lav. You should give it to the uh, give it to a, an ani. And it, even though if, if you took it, for, if you're over on it, you could fix it by giving it to him now. That's all. That's a lav in the glasse. So therefore, that's what we mean over here. Rabbi Yosei says that like a is also a lav in So he says that uh, what's the ola for? The ola is for avon like a That it's a lav in the Kiva says no. A lava nitte, a, a, an ola is, is brought for an assay or a lava nitte but this is not that. The question is, lava nitte is a regular lava, and uh, Rabbi Kiva says that the lava of uh, Lekha Chikampeya is also not a lava nitte and, uh, and, and I mean, even if it's not one of the lava nitte you can fix, and therefore, that's not what a lava nitte is fixable by an ola, or is that, it is atoned for that, but Lekha Chikampeya is not a lava nitte Rabbi Yosei Abaya says, when Rashi says, Rabbi Yosei Glili Sabar, Lav the Nevei, Lafagav the Lakoch, Asay the Basre Mikara Mashma, Hol Basre, Hol Basre, the Lav Ksif, since it's written afterwards, Ain Lokan Lav. 
You don't get Malkus, it's Lav Nitik Lassay. Lodami, it's not like Lav of a Chasim of Lav Sachs Meshobadisha, where there is no Assay there. It doesn't tell you what you should do. It says, don't muzzle your animal. You muzzle your animal, you're over in the Lav. Uba Alav Ola. The Lav, the Lekit Shikopea, Nami, Afilo Amina, the Assay de Basre Mikar, even though it means Lekit Shikopea, you're supposed to give it, rather than keep for yourself, give it to the poor person before. Masha, also, you don't get Malkus for it because it's Lav Nitik Lassay. Whereas, Rabbi Kiva says, no, that's not a, a lava say is really fixed by an ola, but this is not a lava nitikli assay. That's the machlok suriosi and Rabbi Kiva according to the first opinion. Everybody agrees that lava nevela is a, is a proper lava, it's not nitikli assay, because once you've eaten it, you've eaten it. The extra tazov, it says, tazov a second time. Rabbi Kiva sober tazov mi koramashma. You're supposed to leave it to him originally. If you didn't leave it to him originally, you're over on it, that's a lava. Even now, after you've done it, you could also fix it. That's how we listen. So the first opinion is Rabbi Yosegli and Rabbi Kiva argue is Laniva Lagir Tazov is the Lekit Shikapea Lavanitically a say or not? Rabbi Kiva says it's a proper lav, and Rabbi Yosegli says no, it's a lavanitically a say. And Abayah says no, everybody agrees Lavanitically is a lav malya because you can't fix it. The question is when it says Laniva Lagir Tazov so, Rabbi Kiva says Tazov mi kara. And if you didn't, you're over on the lav. It's not, it's not a lavanitically assay, or certainly not just an assay. There's certainly a lav there. It's a lavanitically assay. Rabbi Yosef it means now you should do it. Meaning after you've done it, you could still, after you've kept it for yourself and you've been over on, on that, and it says, it says, like it's sirchalos like it, you shouldn't keep it, and you did, you could still fix it now, and it's, and it's a lavanitically assay. Either way, that's the question over here. What is the lotion of ta'azo? And it was, is it based on nevela? Which is sort of a lavanitically assay, according to the first opinion in Rabbi Yosei It's not a proper lav, right? That just like that, just like lavanavela is not a proper lav because it has an assay with it, even though the essay was before. You're supposed to do it as, as before. Once you've eaten the nevela, you can't fix it. Yosei still held that that's not that that's a lavanitically assay, and certainly lekitshe kompeya. And Abayi says no, lavanavela certainly you can't fix. The question over here is when it says tazo by. Like a chicken pea, is that tazov before, like Rabbi Kiva, and once you've once you've done it, you can't fix it, and it's a proper lav, and you get malchus for that. And but even though Ola is brought for an, for a, for an assay and a lavanitik assay, but this is not a lavanitik assay. And Rabbi Yossi holds on it is lavanitik assay because even if you were over and you kept the leket for yourself, you could still turn around and fix it by giving it to the per person. Now, Tana Rabbanim, Kate said misvada. How does a coin? To vidui, so he says avisi pashati v'chatasi, right? I've sinned and I've sinned and I've sinned, right? But there are different lashonos of sinning, right? What do I mean? The sawyer, the scapegoat, also Omer. The pasuk says it's called avodas bnei Yisrael on Yom Kippur. It says there nachrimos and he confesses for all the sins of bnei Yisrael. Base kol pishayim lechol chatasam. Again, you see the lashon of avonos. Pshaim and Chatas, the three Lashonas. V'chem the Moshe Omer. It says, No say Avon the Peshvachata. It says all three Lashonas. Avon Peshvachata. What are these three different mayor? So these are the three sins that we're talking about. We didn't define yet what they all are, but you're supposed to make, when you do Vidu, you confess for all three. V'chom Omerim, Chom explained like this. Avonos Elos Donos. Those are the ones he did that he did on purpose. You, you, you sinned against God and you knew what you were doing. V'chem Omer. He carries to carries and nefesh he avonaba. Why do you get cars? Because he did the avera b'mezid. 
Pshoim Elohim Rodim. These are the ones who rebelled, who did it, Rashi says, Lahachis. Not only did they want to do it like, you know, you, you were hungry, you wanted to eat the, uh, uh, the uh, cheeseburger or something like that, you really had a tithe for that. No, you did it even if you didn't want it, you weren't even hungry for it, you just did a Lahachis to show God that you're rebelling. He's sinned, he sinned, uh, sin, you know, he sinned on purpose against me. Okay. Wantonly, you could use the word. But Omer, Livna sinned that uh, those uh, people from that city sinned at that time. So he says, Avon is on purpose. Pasha is, is when you do it, Lahachis, wantonly. Right, lechalcha uh, or lahachis, you know, to get, get angry, and others to rebel. Lechalcha tosim eloshkagos. That's sinning b'shkaga when you did it inadvertently. B'cheinu omer nefesh ki techta b'shkaga. When do you bring a carbon? When you sinned inadvertently. Omeachoshes vadal zonas vadal radim chosim vadal shkagos. Think more. Says wait. The Rambam are explaining these are the three lashonas. Right? What does avon peshen chata mean? He's defined them, and then he says, wait a minute. But once I've atoned, once I've confessed on on sins that you did wantonly, you did them on purpose, and on things you did rebelliously. Now you're a svada on shkogus you did inadvertently. That's like you know, ridiculous. Of course, that's like understood. It doesn't make sense to do it in that order. El masvada. So Chum say, no, this is how you did the vidui. Chatasi vavisi pashati. The other way around. I sinned inadvertently. Not only that, I sinned on purpose. Not only that, I sinned rebelliously. Lefanecha aniu basi. That's how he reads it. By David Melchor also says, Wilmer, Chatanu imavoseinu havinu vyershanu. Again, that lost the first chatos, which is bishogeg, then avon, which is mezid, hershanu, that's more like rebelliousness. Vachem bishlomu, Wilmer, Chatanu havinu vyershanu. Vachem b'daniel, also it says, Chatanu havinu vyershanu umaradnu. Really rebel. Elamau shomer Moshe. Wait a minute. So the Chacham say the order should be Chatasi avisi pashati. So what about Moshe? Moshe says, no say Evan or Pesha Bachata. Why did Moshe say it in that order? Amr Moshe Lefnekosh Bachur Banishlan. Bishash Yisrael Chot Lefnecha, when Yisrael sins in front of you, Vos and Shuva, and they atone, and they, and they repent, rather. They not atone, they repent. Aselem's Donus Kishogos. You should make their, uh, their, their uh, sins that they did on purpose, make them like they did them inadvertently. That's the lush of no say Evan Pesha Bachata. In other words, when they no say no say what's Moshe's lashon? What did it say? V'cheinu Omer by Moshe v'cheinu Omer el pasheli v'cheinu Omer kars to kars. Where's where's the Chacham's lashon? I lost the place here. El kaches vada v'chein b'david el kachayamar. It says nefesh kisechta b'shkaga me'achash me'achash shazos. That's already the Chachamim. Chachamim varus ashkaras v'cheinu Omer kars to kars. And where does it say by Moshe? Here's the place or above. No say avonu pesha b'chata. So what does it mean by that? Hashem said, Moshe is saying, when the Jewish people repent, make their sins that they did on purpose, make them like a chata, make them only like they did it inadvertently, and forgive them. That's what he means. When they, when they sin, even for, for any kind of a sin, Make their sins that they did on purpose, make them like Shkaga. That's what it was by the Lashon of Moshe, when Moshe said, No say of no Pesha Bachata. Right? Then he means that when they sin, make it like they sinned inadvertently. That what's the law order? Chatasi, Avisi, Pashati. 
Obviously, if it's a Chacham against Rameyer, we should go like a Chacham. What if the Tamil looks like the Chacham? Isn't it obvious? Maudu, same Mustafa Tamil and Rameyer. The Gemasai Lekrah, I might think Rameyer is correct. Why? Because the Pusik sounds like him. What did he say? He sounded the Pusik. The Pusik says, this vada was called Abonus, Ben Yisrael was called Bisham Chachat Asam, and by Moshe also, no say of him, Peshvachata. It sounds like the order should be Avonos, uh, 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 and then Pshaim, and then Chatasam. So I might think that we should go like a mayor. Right, inside the commercial like the Moshe takes out the word Moshe. Kamash Malon, not only Kra Moshe, but all the psukim seem to indicate that. Right, Kamash Malon, we don't hold like a mayor, but rather like a chum. How nuchs came to Rabba? There was a chazan who went and davened before Rabba when he did the did the avoda on Yom Kippur. He was the chazan on Yom Kippur. Vali Kramayer, and he said the order like Kramayer, which was vidui his vada. He did what avon pesha v'chata. He did like a mayor. Amalei, Shafik's Rabban of Avakar Mayor. You're leaving the Rabbanan, who are the majority, and he did like a mayor. Amalei, Kermeyer, Sphirely. I hold like a mayor. Kirchsiv, the Sefer, Rice of Moshe. Like it says in the in Torah's Moshe, in the, in the Sefer of Torah's Moshe, where it says, No, say, Oven, Pesha, Vachata. And this Vadalab, as a bonus, Pesha, Vachim, Chalchatosam, the Pussy, both in Achrimos, and the Pussy of No, say, Oven, Pesha, Vachata, in Kisisa. Right, that was psukim mashma like Moshe. So he said, "This Talmud, that's how we had learned that he passed like Rameir." So the Gemara makes a point of passing like a Chachamim because there's a sfar to go like Rameir. Tana Rabbanim, v'chiper. When the pasuk says v'chiper, the Kohen Gadol is mechaper. What are we speaking about in your tones? Are we talking about actually the blood shechting it and being zorik the blood, which is normally kapara? Or are we talking about the vidui that the Kohen Gadol made? We're speaking about the the atonement that comes from the words the the uh, the uh, vidui, that the confession that he makes. Are we speaking about atonement with words? Oh, are we speaking about blood? done. I'll learn this way. Nemer kan kapara. It says over here kapara. But nemer lhalin kapara. It says kapara elsewhere. There it's the words, the the atonement that it comes through the words of, of Hebrew. He doesn't sprinkle the blood there. The, the scapegoats the, doesn't have blood sprinkled. He's thrown off the cliff. So there we're speaking about dvarim. So therefore, when it says v'chiper v'chiper al bnei Yisrael, that lashon v'chiper al kodesh mitrovas bnei Yisrael, that whole lashon v'chiper that we quoted at the beginning when he when he does that, that's really the atonement. The atonement comes from the words, not from the blood. Afkapar bapar is dvarim. Vim nafshachum, or I could tell you. The Aaron will bring the parachatos, which is his. It says he's makrevit, and he says the whole vidui, uh, and the shechitas kind of come uh, sukum later. So obviously, when it says it doesn't say vechiper after he did the zrikas adam. He hasn't even done the shechita yet. So obviously, the vechiper means the logic says that it should be from the words. Why do I need the extra lotion for it? You had a lotion of kapara kapara from Sar Mishtalech. Maybe don't learn now from Sar Mishtalech, but learn it from Sar. There's two Sayyim, right? There's a Goral, and one goes from Sar Mishtalech, and one is brought inside. Learn it from the one that's brought inside the Hechal. Sheikh Brasa Badam, there's Badamim. 
So Ray Omer, uh, I'll tell you why. Even if you want to tell me you don't want to learn from Somishlach, you want to learn from the Sar Nasim of where it is the Dam that's Machaper. So I'll tell you, I have a different Russia. So therefore, I know that the Chipper of the coin over here, uh, with his par, is referring to the atonement that's, that comes from uh, the Vidu, the confession. How do you know when he's supposed to say, the Kohen Gadol says, right? Please, Anna, please. There, the Maisa Ego, it says, and it says, there says, Anna, Moshe pleaded with God, Anna. So it says over there, Kapora by Chorev, Malon Ba'ana, Afkan Ba'ana. Menayin Sheb Hashem, how do you know it's not just Anna, but you also use Hashem's name, you say, Anna Hashem. So Nemekan Kapora Venem Eglarufa. Eglarufa, totally different thing for a murder that took place. By Eglarufa also, you break the animal's neck, right? You, you, you break the animal's neck, it's not the proper Shechit or, or Adam. Eglarufa Kapora, Kapora, they're the uh, elders, say, Kapora Vamcha Yisrael. Just like over there, use Hashem's name. Afkan b'shem. So therefore, you have ana and shame. Ana, you learn out from the egel egel azov, and um, and Hashem you use you learn out from egel arufa. Amr Abaya. What about chorev? By chorev, did they also say Hashem? It says that they're ana. So you don't learn out there. Loyolaf my davi What's the difference? That was a one-time event, obviously, right? The uh, the Egel Azov and Chorev was a one-time event, so it's not a question of learning out from a from Egel Arufa, which was uh, a pasuk later on after the Torah was given. Anyway, what's the difference now? It's done. So there's nothing. There's no point in it. Egel Arufa tells Chorev. Maybe Egel Arufa, which could happen in the future, maybe we should learn from Chorev. And just like my Chorev said, Ana, Egel Arufa, we should also say Ana, even though it didn't say Ana in the pasuk. V'chitei machanam v'tam yilun hakonim omrim kaper lamcha Yisrael ve'ilu ba'ana lo kama. But didn't say anything about Ana. Kasha. So why don't you learn out the Gemara Sakasha? Why don't you learn out uh, Egla Rufa should say Ana just like uh, by by Chorev where it said Ana. Why don't you learn that out? So the Gemara stands with the Kasha. It doesn't Gemara doesn't resolve that. and Achrav. And what do they answer afterwards? The last words in the Mishnah was he says the whole the whole Vidui. Um, right, if he stands there, Avisi Anu Basi, that's like Rameir, not like we came out in the Gemara, like a Chacham, that's the other way around. And Anu Hashem Kapra no Lavra, some person, Chatom Shavisi, Bishati, Bishachatas, Vanyachani, Ubasi, Kaksus, Shavdacha, Kivyom, Zechapa Lechem, Vesham Kerem, Tesoru, Vayan and Achor, Vayan, Subashem, Purim, Salavoed. Tanya Rabbi Yomiki, Shemeshem, Ekrahabu, Gordel, Kano, Omer Lem, Moshe Israel. Moshe said to me, Israel, Bishashani, Maskir, Shmoshel Kishbohu, Kishema, Kishema Shemekra. When I call out God's name, Moshe said to Ben Israel, when I call out God's name, when I mention God's name, Atem Havu Godel, you should ascribe greatness to God. Those are the rules. When I share Sem's name, you should ascribe greatness to God. And how do you do that? Well, you do that by saying, Baruch Shem Kramos Alabad. Chananya Ben Achira Vishur, Chananya, the son of the brother of Yeshua, Vishur's nephew, Omer, Zechat Salak Lebracha, the Pasuk says in Mishlei, Zechat Salak Lebracha. Amalam Nabal Yisrael, Bishoshani Maskrit Sadik Olamim, when I mention the Tzadik of all generations, meaning the Lord, Hashem, Atem Tnu Bracha, you should say a Bracha. When you hear me say uh, the Tzadik of the world, you should say a Bracha, and that's the same thing of Baruch Shem, Kavar Mechasar, Olam Bo'ed. All right, we'll pick up from the Mishnah tomorrow, Mitzvah